up to $26,000 per employee? They call it the 15-minute refund, but it's not a gimmick. It's for business owners who stuck it out during the pandemic. The Employee Retention Tax Credit, or ERTC. But time is running out to get started. Talk to the experts. JWC Advisors at iHeartTaxRefunds.com. Who are they? CPAs who will keep you on the right side of the IRS. So do it the right way. Go to iHeartTaxRefunds.com. That's iHeartTaxRefunds.com. Welcome to the Grit Daily Startup. I'm your host, Sebastian Rusk, and this is a podcast about what goes on behind the scenes at startups. The good, the bad, and the gritty. Let's dive in. Andrew, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you. Thanks for taking some time out of your day to hang out with us here at the Grit Daily Startup Show. We like to talk about the world of, of startup, the good, the bad, and the gritty is is what we like to uh, refer to it as. So I'm curious to hear what your experience has been uh, in the startup world. But before we get into all of that, and of course, what you guys got going on over at uh, ELB, let's let's help our listeners better understand a little bit more about you and your backstory. Yeah. So for me, it all started with a girl in college. This is like the beginning of a country song for you here, Sebastian. <laughs> um, no, I was, I was dating this girl in college, and I won't say her name because I, I didn't marry her and my wife would get mad. But uh, smart man, <laughs> she'll of course she'll listen to this podcast. But um, you know, she took me to this orchestra, and I really don't care about orchestras. But while I was there, I saw this uh, this person running this camera and just videoing the whole thing. It was going up and down and doing all these cool things. And I said, you know what? That is fascinating. And so the next day, I went and changed my degree to video broadcasting. And I said, I want to do stuff with video. And uh, there was, I, I was going to school in a small town in Southern Utah. There was only one place in town where you could actually work in video. And I said, well, if I'm studying that, I might as well work and get a job where I, you know, learn something where I, you know, in a career I want to do. And so I went into this station, this little cable station, local, like your local access station. And I bugged him every day until he gave me a job. And uh, he finally hired me and we started doing all this stuff. We were doing tape to tape, right? A tape to B tape. Oh, wow. But what happened was this thing called nonlinear editing came out where you could actually edit videos on a computer. <gasps> Imagine that. Oh, it blew me away. Right? And we're putting video on like these CDs and like shape CDs. They were shaped like a fist or a lizard or a logo or whatever. Yeah. We're like, this is cool. And uh, we were doing stuff with Macromedia Director. And then Flash came out and we said, you can put video on the internet. And we're like, that'll never Flash. work. Wow, I forgot yeah. about that. <laughs> yeah, and so so I started doing that. And so we were doing all this video content creation and doing all that. And I thought I wanted to be this really cool video producer. And I realized that I am not very good at graphic design and all of that. And I would never be that caliber. But a buddy of mine told me about e-learning. And this was like, you know, late 90s and um, this online learning. And I said, you know what? I think I can do that. And he gave me, um, I found a job down in Texas. I was living in Utah at the time and a job with um, Chase Manhattan Bank. And my dad worked there at the bank. And um, so I submitted my resume and pretended like I lived in Texas. And I, I applied for a job as a check processing trainer, which I didn't know beans about anything banking. <laughs> and I got down there, I flew down there and stayed in my dad's hotel because he, he 
he was in Houston. He came up to Dallas, let me stay in the hotel. And I said, ladies, I don't know anything about being a trainer in, in banking, but I can do this. And I showed him my laptop with all the video. And I said, I can do e-learning. And I knew like four words in the industry. And uh, they said, sure, well, let's do that. And so that's how I got started in online learning. It was, uh, like I said, right around 2000. And uh, I've been doing that ever since. Amazing. So you start, well, that's quite some time, 22 years now that the time we're recording this episode on here. Uh, so then, and, and how did ELB come into to existence? I was reading before our interview that uh, you guys have experienced some explosive growth um, since uh, since 2020, just over the past couple of years. Let's talk about yeah. that for a little bit. Yeah. So, um, you know, in in about 2009 or so, uh, my, my brother had a big life event and we decided to uh, he needed work from home with his kids. And so we thought, you know, the only way to work from home back in the day was if you had your own company, right? There were very few remote type situations where you could do that. And uh, so we decided to start up a company called eLearning Brothers. And, um, you know, I came on full time there in 2010, I had six kids, I quit my cushy job at the bank and said, let's just try this. What if, right? I don't want to, I don't want to sit there and think like, what if I had done this thing? And so we just did it and it started working. And um, so we did that for 10 years and grew out of our basements and hired all these employees and stuff and uh, got on the Inc. 5000 list, you know, six years in a row. And um, my brother exited and went off and did some other stuff. But we got to a point where we thought, okay, we could either sell the business, we could consolidate this market, or we could just kind of let it turn into a lifestyle business. And um, Luckily, some people around me had this vision of consolidation and it started me really thinking about that. And so what we did in, in 2020 was um, we spent some time raising private equity and um, created ELB Learning. And we went out and acquired six companies in the past two years and have really grown, you know, five times larger than we were just two years ago. Wowza. Well, congrats on all that. I mean, there. I think it's the... I mean, the, the, a lot of good things came out of the past two years in addition to craziness. I mean, it was a lot of adoption into things that would have taken significantly longer. Great example is e-learning, of course, and also the conversations just like this, podcasting. I mean, if you think two years ago, someone could easily just click on a Zoom link and begin a podcast episode, you'd right. think it was a pretty easy practice, you know, but it wasn't. And I love how, you know, technology doesn't care about you or your feelings and it's going to move as fast as it's going to move, regardless of what you think about it. And then a pandemic comes around and everyone's like, well, wait a second, I'm forced to do this if I actually want to keep my job. So you know, grateful for the good stuff that's come out of the past two years of of staying at home, but that's really been just absolute rocket fuel for you guys uh, in, in in your business. So, what would you say is your flagship offering? I mean, e learning. I, I saw several different um, areas of expertise pertaining to e learning and what you guys offer, from gamification uh, to all kinds of various different. What, what would you say is your main real flagship product for for you know for 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 the people you sell to? Yeah, so we, our primary customers are in corporate. So we really deal with some of the largest companies in the world. And at ELB Learning, we help create learning experiences for customers and employees. So we really use a suite of products and services to accomplish this. And we're trying to help companies build online learning that is engaging, interactive, and inspiring, immersive. For too long, companies have been creating content that it's just boring <laughs> and uh, it doesn't work and all of that. 
And so we're really trying to help them explore these, these new technologies and new ways to create content that's, that's good. And employees deserve it. Employees want to be trained. And so we're doing a lot with you know, VR, gaming, video coaching, micro learning, <laughs> um, really helping them you know, go out there and build an experience that they can be proud of. Absolutely. So you're mainly B2B. You're not focusing on like students that need to learn in the e-learning space, or do you offer those type of services too? No, you're correct. We, we're, we're B2B. And again, we're really focused on those companies that are trying to train their employees or trying to train customers. Got it. Make the process easier and, and, and more digestible. Yeah. Um, you so, you know, I would say half of our customers are, are buying products from us to create their own games and VR and create their own online learning. And then the other half are actually coming to us. And, and at some point, we're partnering with them to create that content either in tandem with them or just do it for them. Absolutely. Amazing. I love it. So when we think of the pod, it was the podcast. That's what we're on right now. When we think of the world of um, startup, what would you say has been the biggest challenge for for you guys um, or for you just specifically with a startup? I know you guys got to kind of fell into this. So sometimes there's not a lot of it, but there's always challenges. I don't care what you fall into. Right. But what would you say has been the biggest challenge of the startup world? You know, when I got started, I didn't even know really what the word entrepreneur was. I, did, I didn't know digital marketing. I didn't know all these things that, you know, a lot of people maybe go to school or they grow up as an entrepreneur and that maybe that type of family. And so I always knew that I liked building things and creating things. And I like to go after like the next milestone, the next accomplishment. And so for me, as I got involved in this, I, it was really a, you know, a decade of schooling for me to help me learn how to, you know, build and, and grow a business. I think the hardest thing is, I guess, realizing it's just, it's personal and it's emotional. It's a roller coaster. <laughs> you know, there's some days I'm driving home and I'm cranking the music and windows down and you're on top of the world, right? And then the next night, you know, you're you're laying in bed and you can't breathe and you feel like you're going to throw up. <laughs> um, and, and so that's hard. And it's sure. your baby and, and you're pushing and all of that. And so uh, I think just just realizing that uh, it's it's a it's an up and down roller coaster process, and um, you need some people to talk to, and to just kind of get it out and bounce around ideas with. Absolutely. And then to the opposite of that, what would you say has been the best part about it outside of you know the success of the business? Yeah, I the best part for me is just really being able to tackle certain things that you want to to grow and get done. So for example, when you can go in there and figure out, okay, how do you build a sales team, right? How do we figure out this marketing thing? What, what's our trade show, you know, strategy? Um, what's the next, you know, level of the business that we want to achieve? How do you get to 10 million? How do you get to 50 million? That's fun. And to, to be able to tackle those and just brainstorm it and, and try to figure out where the pieces are. I really like building the business. So I like looking at, you know, the different challenges and things that we need to get done and then to try to figure out what the parts and pieces are that that we need to bring that together. So, for example, how do you build a sales team? How do you build a marketing team? How do you take a product to market? What's the right product? What's the next evolution of your product? Um, you know, where do you want the business to be next year? How do you get to 10, 50, whatever million? So for me, that's the best part. Absolutely. And so it's it's towards the end of 
2022, the time we record this episode, we're at the end of of August. Uh, c- crazy as that sounds to to oh, even boy. say. Um, what are you guys excited about for the rest of the year and going into to, to 2023? We're in some crazy times, Sebastian. Um, we don't really know what companies are doing out there, and I don't know if companies know what they're doing. And so there's a lot of uncertainty in the market. Um, however, we're bullish. We we have some great customers. We deal with all sorts of industries out there and companies across the world. And so we're excited to keep keep pushing for growth. Uh, we're not done acquiring companies. So, you know, we got six done in two years and we've got more on the way. So we're excited to add them in and really continue integration and to uh, to bring, really bring the vision of, of creating better learning experiences to the market. So the idea of acquiring all these businesses is that, so, I mean, why create it in-house when we can just acquire the business and implement it into the solution that we need anyway? Was that the thought process behind it? Yeah. I mean, it's, it is faster that way, right? You can, you can get to scale a lot more quickly. However, the e-learning world was, is super fragmented. So you have a lot of companies out there doing, you know, two to $5 million, maybe occasionally $10 million. And so there's, there's strength in numbers. And for us, bringing those companies together, they all fulfill a certain part of the suite that we need. So again, if you want to build better learning experiences, you can do that with games and VR and video coaching and you know the online learning tools. You need a platform to host all the content. Then you need a a, a you know a piece of or a a suite of, of services as well, right? So you can help them with strategy or maybe augment their staff or go in and create content for them. So for us, each one of these acquisitions has a piece or a tile on that wheel that we need to put all this together. Absolutely. Well, this has been great to learn that. I mean, I've, I've heard about the e-learning world and you know the predictions for what's to come. And it makes sense because we continue to adopt the internet more and more every single day because it simply makes life easier. We don't have to go anywhere uh, specifically. And you're, you're, you guys are solving a problem um, that the, the businesses need and constantly in, uh, educating yeah, not only their their consumers on on their product, but also their team on processes as well too. So this is just fantastic, and it's no mystery why you guys have been able to grow as fast as you can. So, um, any any final thoughts for our listeners? Well, one thing that the pandemic showed us is that people can work from all over the world, and so as you have all these work from home employees, um, online learning has really taken a forefront. Right? It's it's out there now, you have to figure out how to bring employees on board, train them from anywhere in the world. And like you said, everything changes so quickly. So in in a fast paced world with employees dispersed all over the place, you really need to figure out how to get online learning in place, what your strategy is for it, and then how you're going to engage those learners. And that's really the, uh, the, uh, the goal and vision for us. Amazing. I love it. And that's a great uh, final thought to share uh, with our listeners. Uh, Andrew, it's been great to connect with you and learn more about what you guys are doing uh, and who you're serving on here. I wanted to encourage you guys to keep up the great work, keep growing, keep acquiring, keep doing work that matters because uh, uh, the, the result of that is a successful business and you seem pretty happy with, uh, with what you're doing there. So thanks again for your time and you guys keep rocking. Thanks. Until next time, friends. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Grit Daily Startup. If you haven't done so already, make sure you're subscribed to the show wherever you consume podcasts. This way you'll get updates as new episodes become available. This podcast is brought to you by GritDaily.com, the premier startup news hub. More information at GritDaily.com. 
Once again, I'm your host, Sebastian Rusk. Until next time, friends. At KeyBank, we understand what you need to run a middle market company. We bring a team of strategists and problem solvers to design and deliver solutions critical to your business's success. KeyBank offers industry expertise, investment banking and capital markets, payment automation, loans and lines of credit, plus equipment financing. Connect with your local KeyBank team. Learn more at key.com slash commercial.